0: Episode number fifty-four. We're back. What's going on?
1: What's up, B? I'm good, man. Hi is a kite smoking on the Everton pack.
0: <laughs> Sean dice pack. Um There's been better days. There has been better days. Um Yeah, that's really all I can say right now. Yeah, tough for the Knicks right now.
1: We're doing, uh, we're yeah, doing a doing trade. That's
0: a good swerve. Let's talk the nice. next
1: uh, trade. It's, it's tough for the trade machine right now, right? It's it's hard. The trade machine's getting worked. Everyone in, in God's green earth right now is looking to find ways to improve this roster. Um, certain mm-hmm. certain major uh, broadcasts. I haven't heard much of it actually. I can tell you exactly how many how many minutes I've listened to, to which I already heard. I am into uh, a, a forty minute. Uh, show that out of the 40 minutes, I'm six minutes in and within six minutes, I am hearing um, how bad the Knicks fan base is because we're trying to trade Julius Randle. When this said person is also the same person who has said for his own team is 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 not very good, and he's looked to trade uh, multiple players, including one I would consider a cornerstone franchise piece that's way better than Julius Randle. But we're the crazy Knicks fans that want to trade uh, players, so yeah, um, it's tough for it's it's tough for the Knicks. Uh, but I I, I want to be optimistic because. When we go into the season, we realize we weren't ever competing for the for the title. We have to realize how far we've come is great. But there are changes that need to be made now because we have capped with where we are in our current form. Uh, this is not mirroring Arsenal in no way, shape or form. I think the opposite of Arsenal. I just want to get that out there now. Uh, but... I think we are capped with Tom Thibodeau. I think we are capped with Julius Randle. We need Jalen Brunson and a strong other two or a better one and Jalen being the strong two, but Julius at best on a championship team, in my opinion, is a third. It's a third option. And uh, yeah, sucks. Sucks right now, but I'm optimistic, man, because I think we're going to do some fun stuff. we got the lottery tonight, so we'll see who ends up being uh, uh, the pick, right? So Yeah. Fun, fun times to be a Nick, to be a Nick fan. Tough, but let's let's. It's done. It's done. Let it go. Let's have let's have a quality off season, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we lost. I mean, it is what it is. Yep. It's probably our ceiling right now, if we're being honest. And props to Jalen Brunson. Yep, RJ Barrett had some moments. Over to you, Leon Rose and uh, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a good off season. I may call you World Wide West, but yep. right now, over to you, Sydney and Leon. Correct. Um, the Thibodeau, yeah. Thibodeau criticism is th- fair. That wasn't me. Wait, 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 I'm not dodging as an Arsenal fan, so I appreciate the uh, filibustering. I really do, because I didn't want to get into that talk yet. Um, but yeah, the Thibodeau criticism is fair. He's rigid, yeah. doesn't run an offense, and... Um, Runs his players into the ground. So yeah, yeah. He's not going to get fired now, but I think next year you change the roster around a little bit. I'm looking at the free agents this year, and there's some names I do like. Um, a few names I like. There is Cam Johnson. Mm. Bring um, him in. Would love that. Would love me way. some Cam Johnson. Um, Middleton is kind of interesting, even though his injuries this year were worrying and he would probably demand a big contract. Little Curry is out there. We know he can shoot defensive liability, but we know he can shoot, come off the bench, give some threes and, uh, DiVincenzo might take a look at him. So there are some pieces here. There really is. Um, and we have draft picks. We can make a trade. But for me, I'm keeping R.J. Barrett. I know he had a flop game six, but he's only 22. Unfortunately, if we're making trades, that's probably the asset that gets it done. So we need somebody to pair with Brunson. Absolutely. And I don't want another small guard next to him. Two small guards is not going to get it done. It's not. In the playoffs, that will get found out every time. We need a big wing or a big guy um no small guards dame lillard absolutely not that that yeah. is the wrong call um
1: you yeah. changed me on that by the way you changed me yeah. on that I, I i was in we text i looked at numbers i looked at play style not fitting for Jalen. you're spot mm-hmm. on we we can't do anything with a dame um you know <sighs> it's i'm gonna sound really fucking old we, John Stark shot 32% from the three-point line when we were in the 1994 NBA Finals against the Houston Rockets. I see Jalen Brunson being that guy to where in an NBA Finals, We he will not shoot. I know he was – but I'm talking about next year. Moving forward, we need that player that's going to allow Jalen Brunson to be that John Starks. Mm-hmm. I, I As much as I love Jalen for what he's been able to do, ball dominant, and that's the name of the game nowadays, and we all know you need great guard play in the playoffs – I think we can get that from him. Last possession, losing it to tie it up, turnover, bad, two people on him. You know, we lost it. I, I think Tibbs offensively is an issue. I, I think Tibbs' men- mentality, like you said, he runs his players to the ground. I, 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 I would love. You've listed off some really great players. Cam Johnson's the one uh, initially that that perked my ears. I would love to see us add, but I completely agree. Two small guards, horrendous idea. We can't do that. To the person, to the club that wants RJ Barrett on the table, I take him off and I raise you Obi Toppin. I agree with you that we have RJ. See my thing with Obi. My thing with Obi is this: I I don't disagree with you, but that's where I I want picks. Something else. Let's let we need to maneuver quickly. Grimes,
0: then it's got to be
1: potentially yeah yeah and then if i say to you if that ends up being the case and we go get little curry i'm actually not too upset not too upset now i also could tell you the ceiling for iq and grimes respectively is probably potentially higher than curry i Mm -hmm. at this point with what we have on roster do not have the time to worry about the i the potential down the line i want to win now we are in my humble opinion on the brink of being a perennial contender. We are two to three solid acquisitions away from really making a move. We did all this and became the five seed. We were only three-game win difference away from Miami Heat, from that eighth seed. It's congested in there. It's not necessarily about the seeds. It's about the fact that, yes, took it to game six, won that game to make it, you know, go back to Miami and try to make it something. I, I appreciate that, and I love that. But next time, with this type of team and how they play this year and the type of acquisitions we can make, that is us. We are and and we are dominating that home home field. That first game really fucked us. Not shooting well enough. killed us, dude. So I think we're one to two pieces away. We're not that far off.
0: Yeah, I sent you a chart of the notable free agents, so there's some good names on there, but uh, we can talk more about that later. When free agency opens, we'll revisit our other teams, Yankees, Knicks, but we're here for the Premier League. This is Premier Pep Talk Podcast. We need to have some conversations today. The title's done. Man City will be hoisting their fifth Trophy Premier League Championship in six years, most likely next weekend. And Arsenal will finish seven points behind if they win their next two games, which which Arsenal will show up. Will that happen? That's a question that we'll find out. But we need to have some conversations here now. Arsenal, zero, Brighton, three. I did a match reaction, solo, nine-minute rant that I posted to the Premier Pep Talk podcast. Absolute if you listen gem. To that. If you want to listen to that, you can. I'm not going to replay it on here, but I am going to ask, because we didn't really talk. You quoted a couple of my things with laughing emojis. But we didn't really talk what you thought of the game, what you thought of my rant, and what you thought of Arsenal bowing out of the title race and handing the title to you. It was in your hands, but we talked about it last week. Make Man City fight until the very last day. Just do that, and they didn't. So what was your reaction to the game? What was your reaction to my reaction and then I might have a second nine-minute rant. That happens because I thought about and, it more. And normally I think about things and I become more rational. Yeah, not the case today. Spoiler alert.
1: Well, well, I, I, I'm actually very intrigued to sit back and listen to that because I, I, upon reflection, I find myself doing doing that as well. Should things go wrong on Wednesday for myself, I could find myself doing that. Um, I'm go, going into the game, uh, you had three-one Arsenal. I predicted a 3-3 draw. Um, how utterly, mistakenly wrong were were the both of us? Um, wow. I am disappointed in Arsenal. Today is finally the day. I had one point in the season where I i think I've said it to you, in all of my fandom for City, that was the day where I literally said, I don't even want them wearing the badge. That They were disrespectful to the game. They looked like, absolute heathens, not knowing what they're doing, not caring. It was an absolute sham. I've never said that before in all of my fandom watching this team so far. Arsenal, for me, if I were a fan of that club, coming into the game, knowing what just occurred and continuing to at least just push it back another week, the mentality that they showed for me, unbelievable. Complete, complete... Uh, uh, a lack of of pushing through and and making it something because you never know what Chelsea, Brighton, and Brentford can do because you never know and you gotta take care of games that not that you're necessarily supposed to win but a game that for the most part you should handle because you've shown signs all year of being able to beat a team like Brighton. Coming off of uh, a shellacking, they got. Agreed. I understand. I can't dispute that they lost five one to Everton. I understand that. Coming into this game, we know a few facts. Deserby was talking shit. Arteta was conservative. Uh, in fairness, if Deserby, I don't know why we don't look at deserbi the same way with his sliding celebrations, the way Miguel got ish all year. And Arsenal got ish all year For celebrating the way that they do A little scandalous and slanderous In my humble opinion If I'm being fair What's good for the goose is good for the gander um, And I think it's shameful That we're not seeing any of that today um, Remind ourselves that It's still the season And I guess now that the, se- that the that the title's not up there Maybe we don't look at those types of things um, But I'm disappointed for you I really am because this was a type of game that you have to win. You cannot go out like this. Because there's now more of a mentality, I think, for the rest of the league to look at you and kind of say, oh, man, you couldn't even push him to the end. That That is, is a bit deflating. Is It's a bit deflating. I was um, upset at Odegaard. A little upset. What's going on with Martinelli? Are, is he he's shut down for the year? I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, I would assume he's done. He was in a boot. Yep, exactly. fucked him up, and um, hopefully that night knocks ten million off the price tag for Kiseido,
1: <laughs> or he let him let someone have to pay for the doctor's fees or something. Um, yeah, man, it, it it was it was tough to watch. I did not expect this. You allowed for you allowed for City to now think about potential resting next weekend. Should things go right midweek, uh, it 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 allowed for us to play with a, a few more ideas that before we didn't anticipate. And um, I'm, I'm sad for you. I really am sad for you because that at least uh, that really shows before losing three draws, tough games. Yeah. Bottling. And then losing to us. Okay. You haven't done it. Put put, put pressure, put pressure and the year strong, man, that's, that's tough dude. Three now at home. That's that's. There's no question anyone can argue that the Emirates is a tough place to play. I mean, but I do have to give a little credit to Brighton. But I I need to hear I need to hear this. I'll give credit to Brighton later because Tony Bloom my days.
0: What was your response to
1: my reaction?
0: Um, Hold <laughs> let me
1: let me let me find this exactly because I when I <laughs> so. I hear twenty years of pain. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta find this. I gotta find this. Now you're talking about. I don't know if you're gonna want to talk about the propaganda you saw today.
0: Well, there's there's been stuff put out since we talked. It, they're coming out very quickly with the Declan Rice and Caicedo stuff. <clears throat> the Times just put out an article. Arsenal give Mikel Arteta green light to target both Rice and Caicedo. North London Club's $200 million spending pre- spree will be part-funded by potential outgoings of Xhaka, Smith-Rowe, Baligan, and Holding. What do they think they're getting for Rob Holding? <laughs> I mean, come on. Really? Hey, so might get a fucking free, free trip to Turkey for uh, when Mikel starts going bald. To redo his hairline um but that's about it
1: But understanding yeah. understanding transfer talk i think is a really good point right now because my favorite part of your rant and i'm gonna quote because we talked about you do and this was in regards to the fact that you went in you didn't offer you were kind of going yeah do we get them i don't know the deal doesn't get done and you end up saying but it's a good thing you're still friends with Brighton Edu <laughs> like the fact that he, he's looking to keep good like relationships with these teams but not being like complete like shark i want the best players i want those players here's the money pay up kind of thing and <laughs> if you have a summer of this and, in and in, in, in reality in reality you're going to pay 70 to 80 million for Declan. But if it doesn't get done and another com- club comes in and the number starts with 70 or 80, I'm going to be roasting Edu, bro. Edu, you're like the the pessimism the pessimism towards the transfer market, I think is justified based on history. I get that. But the reason why this can be argued it's different is because you're coming off of a true t- second strong second-place run. I mean, that's putting it at the best way possible. If you had to give second-place a trophy, that's literally would have been engraved on there, strong second-place run. Like, I mean, you guys were great, the second-best team in the league. I mean, shit, you can make the argument. You literally were the best team for, like, the, almost the entire fucking league. So it's not, like... I don't know. I don't know. It's really, it's really weird. This league's funky this year. I, I, I'm I, not just saying it because everything's off. I think it's funky. But if you have a great window, Arsenal's back. <laughs> but Edo right now, bro. you, Your hatred for Edo in this summer window has got me rolling. This is going to be hot, hot summer. Hot summer.
0: Yeah, the barbecue better be on like 300 <laughs> degrees and ready to explode. That's what kind of barbecue I want from Edu. I want all the finest Brazilian <laughs> steaks, meats, whatever, on the grill. <laughs> this, this better be a barbecue that, that you will never forget for, for for Edu and the grill master himself. But uh, just going back to tomorrow, because not everybody listened to the reaction I, I, yesterday. I mean, I, I thought it was disgraceful. I really did. Just didn't show up. Look like they watched the Man City game. Saw you guys roll over Everton and said, all right, let's pack it up. Season's over. Second place. Great season, guys. Mm. Yeah. And they have the nerve to get mad at the fan for walking out. I'm sorry. You mailed it in yesterday. Yeah. You mailed it in. Why, as a paying fan, do I have to continue to watch that? You wanted them to stay to watch you let in the third goal yeah. with virtually no response? I mean, if they tried and got beat by a better team, we're we're talking a different conversation. That was disgusting, what I saw yesterday. They looked deflated, looked like there was no energy. That was reflecting in the fans. I thought the fans were kind of low energy. I mean, everybody was deflated. I mean, I thought you guys wanted to win the title. I kept hearing that. Didn't seem like it. Didn't seem like it. Seems like you conceded the title and said city's not going to lose anymore we're done time to stop playing let's uh let's let's pack it up let's go get ready for the barbecue that's taking place in 3 weeks at Mr. Gaspar's house and yeah that's it i mean so many questions have to be asked and i go to square one with this team and why? I don't really care about second place. I don't. You had to win this title. You had to win the title. And no. that's not me saying, oh, they'll be done next year. But I'm sorry. You you sack Wenger in 2017-ish because Champions League wasn't good enough. You took seven years to get back to Champions League. That's embarrassing as it is. So... Should we really be celebrating this? You should have made it last year, and you bottled it. This is two seasons in a row. Last year, possible 27 points. Arsenal gets 12 to end the season. Pathetic. Pathetic. This year, I think it was 21 points, and you've gotten nine. Yeah. Pathetic. Pathetic. History repeating itself. It's history repeating itself, FC. Last January, you got rid of Aubameyang and you brought nobody in. Nobody. You knew AFCON was happening mid-season. You knew Partey was gone. You knew Elneny was gone. Haven't I said we're short in midfield? So two of your midfielders were going to be gone for an entire month and you brought nobody in. And then you go, Oh, top four was never the target at the end of the year. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. This is Arsenal. Top four is the minimum. Minimum. It's always the target. Always yeah. the target. Minimum target. Meaning we don't celebrate getting top four. We don't do that. And this is, this is the propaganda that gets pushed down. That happens last January, and you do the same fucking shit this January. Modric was doing fucking Sports Illustrated sh- spreads in Arsenal lingerie, and you didn't get him. You got out-muscled, out-muscled by a team that was having one of the most embarrassing seasons I've ever seen, a Chelsea team. They just threw a paycheck. Literally, they just threw a paycheck at it. You got that out-muscled was- in four hours. While Edu was daily dallying around, under bidding by 40%. It was hijacked. I do recall it being hijacked. Hmm. So you not you're not learning your lessons from from the previous January. The previous January. You didn't learn your lesson there. You repeated your mistake. You go for Kaiseido. You 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 know that that what they're asking for is 80 million, and you offer 60 as your first. Then you offer 65. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing again. You're underbidding by 20%. Brighton said, here's the price tag. Oh, well, that's not our evaluation. Well, it doesn't fucking matter. This isn't Shark Tank.
1: (laughs) It's true. It's true. So you miss out on
0: Kaiseido, and how poetic. You thought you were friends with Brighton. You don't want to make the third bid with Brighton because you wanted to remain friends. And then Caicedo slide tackles Martinelli and takes him out for the game. Oh, seems like it was a one-way friendship, Edu. Seems like they didn't get the memo that we were supposed to be friends. Invite to the barbecue. They got it. They ain't coming. They're gonna be on the Brighton beach with the rest of the seashells and seagulls. They don't want the barbecue. I mean... Why, we, why do we care about being friends? I mean, seriously. And and it was so poetic, beautiful poetry, that Kaiseido, as an inverted right back, dominates the game. Dominates the Dude, own game. It's almost like the Zerbi said, hey, you know your little inverted thing that you do? Remember that guy <laughs> you wanted in January and you undercut us by fucking 25%? I'm going to put him at right back somewhere he hasn't played all year. He's going to do your little Zinchenko overload the midfield. And yeah. we're going to beat you. And I'm going to knee slide down your sideline. I mean, yeah. that's, and, and we're supposed to be friends, Brighton. What happened? <laughs> Football yeah. happened. This isn't a friendly fucking game. So my whole thing, and I'm seeing the right stuff put out. So, okay. One report saying that the deal is going to be done for 90 million soon. Make it fucking happen. The only good thing about those reports is they're happening now. They're happening now. Get the deal done by June 15th. You have a deadline, Edu. I'm not coming to the barbecue on the 16th if Declan Rice is not signed. Get the fucking business done. And this is my whole thing. It's always, we got to have a big summer this summer. This is the summer. You know, it's like those people that you know—they wait till New Year's Eve to go. This is my year, bro. I'm gonna lose thirty pounds. I'm gonna fucking do this and that. I'm gonna get that girl. I'm. It. I know. I know. It's fucking August sixth. I'm gonna wait till December thirty-first, January first, and I'm making my year. And 2024 is my year, bro. Yep. This is. It's. It's next year's my year, bro. FC. I'm getting sick of it. This is the, the make-or-break summer. Two midfielders minimum, especially now that is leaving. I wasn't buying the buyer Bayer and stuff, but it looks real now. There's more and more people reporting it. So you're letting Jocka go. So there's no way Jorginho is my third, third fucking midfield choice going into Champions League. No fucking way. No way. So you better bring in Rice. You better bring in Caicedo. And you better bring in another forward because the Bukayo Saka cannot be dropped experiment. It needs to end. That guy is burnt out. Now, whether you want to talk about should he be burnt out playing one game a week, that's a different convo. But we benched Martinelli for Petrosard. He came back and scored six goals in a month. Sometimes you need to rotate. There's no team that does it better than Man City. Rotation is not a bad thing. It's not. It's actually a good thing. Look at what team's healthy and what team isn't at the end of the season. Look at what team rotates and what team doesn't at the end of the season. Man City have one injury. We pick up a fucking injury every week and we're playing one game a week. No. Yeah. So there's a lot that needs to be done. And I'm tired of the next year, next year, next year. It's this summer. It's not next year. It's this summer. The season yeah. doesn't end. It doesn't end on the 28th. It begins on the fucking 28th. There's no clocking out for Edu. You don't post the fucking champagne pick, great season, Arsenal. No, the season does not end on the 28th. It starts on the 28th. You want to play with the big boys. You get these deals done. When I'm on, in, in New York watching Manchester United, I want to see... Declan Rice. I want to see Moise Caicedo. I want to see Diaby. I want to see these guys. Highest season tickets in in Europe. Second highest. Knocked down the Emirates. Knocked down Highbury to build the Emirates so we can be like Bayern Munich. Yet, at the business end of the season, we're getting bopped by Brighton Munich. (laughs) Brighton Munich came into the club yesterday and bopped you in your own stadium. Made a fool of you. No. You wanted to be like Bayern Munich and you're getting bought by Brighton Munich. Let's start acting like a real fucking club. Seriously. Enough of this all. you know, you know the, you know the propaganda's coming out. They were way ahead of the curve. They, they, the title was never the title was never in, in their true target, but they overachieved. Uh, you know, Gary Neville did not have us in the top four. What an achievement. No, 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 no. Bare minimum. This should be every year. You look at a decade, we better be challenging for the title eight or nine years out of that decade. There's going to be blips. There's going to be fluke seasons. But this needs to be the new standard. The season doesn't end on the 28th. It doesn't end. It never ends for the big teams. Never. Man City's going to win a title. They're going to hoist a trophy, maybe a couple trophies, They're gonna pop champagne, and they're gonna come in the next day and say, "All right, what can we do to win next year?" That's how it goes. There's no patting yourself on the back. There's no fucking circle jerk with Edu at his barbecue. No. Enough. Yeah. Fucking do it. Do it. This is this is this is the bare minimum. Let's not act like this is some crazy shit. Because guess what? You don't do the business. You're out in the fucking group stage you're out yeah. in the group stage in Champions League. So all that we're back in Champions League shit can come crashing down real quick. And next January, you're you're getting drawn out in the in the in the fucking knockout stages of Europa again. Reality hits you quickly in soccer. It hits you quick. I don't give a fuck that Sean McVay from the LA Rams was at the game yesterday. I could care less. It's a different game.
1: Unless he's <laughs> guaranteeing the check. Unless, yeah, unless he thinks it was Aaron done. Donald to fucking, you know,
0: <laughs> clog up the fucking center back position.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The 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 summer the summer's gonna be fun. I actually completely agree with you. I can't dispute that we're we're in the middle of that T word run right now. And uh, I am tentatively still looking at the window and how we might miss out on a particular player or two because of Jude not choosing us and how we can easily fall behind. And you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. It's it's the nature of the industry now because you can't fall off. You know, money's gone up. Today's price isn't yesterday's price. And and we're doing that now because uh, money's growing. Um, we have certain journalists out there that are arguing, uh, you know, how much money there is in, 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 in soccer and the Premier League growing, um, that it's not good for, for the league because it becomes a one-team league. And now, uh, certain uh, providers and certain companies are not going to want to spend as much on the Premier League because now it's turned into a one-club league. We're basically like the Bundesliga. So what's what's interesting is the window and how teams spend and who's going to be reluctant to drop the 50, the 75, the 80, the 100. Because in my opinion, the 100 is the new 50, is the new 60. It's It's just how it is. It's, we need to get that soundbite, by the way, for
0: do the what? window. We need to get that that drop for the window. Uh, yesterday's price is not today's price for yeah, the transfer no? market. I mean, we do because that's going to be constantly. I'm going to be constantly
1: pressing that. <laughs> I'm telling we need to get you, that. it's 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 going to come. Like I, like Cancelo Rice comes, and I'm sorry, those are big time moves. Those are big player moves. You managed to like filter through all of those clubs coming for those two players. Like even, and I don't even want it. Cause I've told you, I don't see it. Not yet. I also reserve the right that under pep, any player can become a Swiss army knife, but Declan rice is not it for me. And I'm seeing city are interested in throwing in Calvin Phillips. Ain't for Declan rice in a straight swap plus 60, 30 million. And it's like, we would do that. And now, that, and that's only because Oh guy Gundagun hasn't signed anything yet, but he's leaving. Um Jude said no. Uh Mac McAllister is looking likely with another club. We're in a situation where we're considering a lot of options. Govichek is fond of us, but based on his current situation, no shit. Of course, you would be fond of us. That ain't teaching me nothing. So there's a lot of names, and I like Kovacic. I, I actually I rate Govich. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now. If he if he were to come to this city squad, I would be very, very, very pleasantly surprised with what you what I think we can see with Kovacic um, but now, wait, wait. like the Phillips the Phillips
0: swap plus 60 17 do you think do you think that's actually coming from the Man City side or the West Ham side to drive up the Arsenal price I don't know
1: I it's 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 going what along the think? same in my humble opinion I think there is some validity validity to us looking at Declan whether we would do that, I think it's tempted because of the fact it's in that detail is an easy ploy because we haven't played Calvin Phillips a lot. And it's replacing a player that I think West Ham could potentially use. I do think that from a city perspective, it doesn't fit because I think right now we would rather try to work it out with Calvin. In fairness to him, it's been a little bit of a difficult year. We would give it that additional year because, there's something to how City like to do that with With also, we know, FFP and this bullshit. We don't want any sort of looks, any sort of reason for people to be like, uh-huh, see, look at them. Spend 60, 30, 40, whatever they spend on Calvin Phillips, and then a year later, they're getting rid of them. Look how bad they are. It's anything. So City do operate in that world where we're, I, I know you would say, or any other club, why don't you give a fuck about what anyone else thinks or you know even cares about that? I'm telling you, for us, imagery is so important. Imagery is so important because it's just a matter of more scrutiny and shit talk. So I think there is some validity to us talking with West Ham about Declan. I don't know how much that Calvin Phillips talk is. The number that I saw is 30. It's Calvin Phillips plus 30 million. So I don't know. I, don't, I, don't know. I can't see West
0: Ham accepting that. I'm sorry. You paid 45 million for him. They want 100 or in that ballpark. So that means nah I, I couldn't see that. that's to me to me that's 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 agent talk or some shit from West Ham 30 30 million plus Declan I can't see
1: that Power. I can't see that yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, but it's, it's, I know we're looking at them. I know we're considering it. We're considering the option, in my humble opinion, though. If we had to go get ourselves, City do like to do this. I do know this. City like to go ahead and say, we're all in on a player, all in on a player. Have the reports, have the reports. And then all of a sudden, we pivot and go somewhere else it's to a guy we've been talking to the whole time and said, no, we're copping you. We did that with Laporte. We did that with Ruben Diaz. We, we, we've done it with players before. So I, I'm confident that. We could be doing Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice, and then eighty million for Moses Gacedo out of nowhere. I I I do one hundred percent believe that because we're we're gonna spend this summer, bro. I'm just saying it right now. Manchester City are spending money this summer. We are losing potentially Bernardo and Ilkay, which. <laughs> If you have any sort of doubt or input into what Ilkay does for us, let this weekend be the clear example as to how important he is for us right now. So, I don't know. We lose both of them? Shit. Big-time midfielders are coming in. 100%. $250 million plus spent with a smile on my face, too. I don't give a holy fuck. Spend it like it's Monopoly money. So, so, I mean, it is Monopoly money for you guys, right? It's for all of them. They're all billionaires, Brian. Name a single one who's struggling. Name a single one of them who's really sitting there and worried about the next meal if they drop sixty five. Oh my well, lord! You. I should feel bad for the man who spends forty five million compared to the I'm guy who's saying 70? that because you guys have the highest revenue in Europe. That's only why. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, when you when and it's funny thing about that revenue thing too because since Arsenal now are top four and now we have ourselves getting getting the Champions League revenue how much more impactful that's going to be in the window for you. It's going to be quite resonating for me because that's one window, one year now that you have the Champions League money. And I want to see how much it ends up being, you know, depending on how far you go. But the best part about it is for us is we've been going on almost a decade of Champions League ball with all that revenue piling up. So I don't know. It's it's on one hand, we seem to not be able to fathom how we have this Champions League revenue every year. Do you know the number we would get thrown out there? Should City go on and handle business against Madrid on Wednesday? Should we get to the final of the Champions League? Get to the final of the FA and win the league? Do you know the number of the, 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 the millions of dollars we would get
0: allegedly? Probably about two to 300 million.
1: Boom, 300 million almost covers the fucking window dude that almost covers the window but but again how dare i speak on the fact that it's logically possible that the fact that we've had such great success just actually accumulates revenue to where we spend it wisely it's not like we went out there and just spent 80 million for noodles we get 19 million of kanji and we make them look like a like an, an amazing center back if we sold a Kanji this summer window, how much do you think it would go for? The number starts with a four.
0: Oh
1: yeah.
0: I Easy. Mean, if, if Crystal Palace won 50 million for
1: Gahee. Yeah. And and I guess and you're making a great point. You're making a great point. Cause decent year, bad team, but 50 million. You know, that's a think clear he had a decent year. That's a he's a Last clear year he was good. He's a clear cut example as to why no, he's not worth 50 million. But that's what you pay nowadays because he's a Premier League center back. That's it. English tax. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't certain things I'm okay with. I don't give a shit. I just don't be the club. Don't be the club like we talked about a week a few league weeks ago that I don't like. Don't be that club that says, all right, we're this close, we're that close. And then we go in, and then you do. Players that we've never heard of bring them in and they don't pan out. That's the club that needs scrutiny. That Those are the Chelsea's. I mean, C- C- Carvalho for Liverpool. My Lord, you've had it. You are I'm miles happy, off yeah. it this year. That guy dropped for me. What's going on with that? I mean, completely forgot about him. There are situations where players fall off. At the end of this year, should we not do the trouble? Should we bottle Wednesday? Should we bottle against United? Yes, we'd win the league, celebrate. But for me, we had it in our hands and we couldn't handle business. And we have to look internally. And I'm looking at Calvin Phillips. Why couldn't Rodri get more rest? I'm looking at Sergio Gomez. You are gone, my sir. You are not good enough. Although uh, apparently our, our roster is so deep enough that you're a world-class player. So I guess maybe I should consider you staying on the bench. Cole Palmer, I guess people rate you too, but I don't know. I, I think personally we need to send you out the loan and do something similar to McAtee. There are a few players on Rico Lewis, you're going nowhere. You sign an extension, you're staying right there, you're staying under Kyle Walker's wing, and you're learning everything you can. And this is a guy who's telling you we're about we're one hand on the trophy, and I'm already thinking about how we can improve. So, yeah, your point about Arsenal, spot on. Every team should be looking into... If you're serious about your club, you cannot spend one window and be like, all right, we're set for the next two years. Let's do it. That's not how it works. Don't tell that to Jurgen Klopp, though. Book the tickets to Istanbul.
0: Yeah, and this is this is my point about the window. Penny pinching in January. Um, you get Caicedo in January... Mm, I don't know. You you might be winning the Premier League What's the difference between the money you get from winning the Premier League and coming in second? It's a lot There there's your bill right there Stan Kroenke What's the difference? Getting put in pot one as a Premier League champion and then pot three in the Champions League draw I don't know you get put in pot one. You're pretty much guarantee the group stage you get put in pot three And you get pulled in a group with Bayern Munich and, and I don't know, Barcelona. Mm, That's a tougher group to come out of. So this stuff pays for itself when you have some fucking ambition. But when you want to save money and then you have the fan base rallying around it on Twitter that we saved money, yet they ask you to renew your season tickets at a 5% increase every fucking year. So they don't celebrate, oh, look, we didn't ask you to increase your season tickets. We actually brought it down because we didn't get Kaiseido in January. They didn't ask you to do that, right? So why are we celebrating Stan Kroenke, whose valuation went from twelve billion to fourteen billion this year? Why are we celebrating him saving money? I mean, really, why? And it pays for itself. It pays for itself. You go get Kaiseado. We might be singing a different tune right now. We, He's the we, one might, me. we might be flipping it around where Orlando's talking about how he can get the title and hopefully Nottingham Forest could do something to Arsenal this weekend instead of Everton doing it last weekend for me. So it pays for itself. So, I mean, the, the Arsenal fan base is, is a little annoying for me. Mm, I kind of see why people hate Arsenal. Because some of the stuff the fan channels put out is absolute nonsense. And I'm pretty sure some of them are getting kickbacks from Arsenal. I'm pretty sure they're part of the propaganda machine. I really am. Because I see celebrations of things that shouldn't be celebrated. We shouldn't be celebrating getting put kicked out of the Europa League by sporting. Uh, we shouldn't be celebrating that. That was celebrated, and you know, fairness. I I I, I put myself in there and try to see a positive side of it, but I was pissed off that day, and we all should have, you know, losing the Carabao Cup to um, Brighton at home, another home loss. They beat us at home twice this season. That's embarrassing. Um, that sh- that shouldn't have been celebrated. Oh, less games, less games. Listen, part of being a big boy. I You know, I see I see Real Madrid, you know, why is Saka tired? I see Vinicius Jr. running around for 90 minutes, destroying fullbacks week in, week out, while they're winning the Copa del Rey, while they're competing for La Liga, while they're in the Spanish Cup, while they're in the Champions League semifinal. He's probably played about 60 games this year, or he's on the way to do that. I don't see him tired, so... We need to raise the standard completely because it's dropped very, very low. The standard needs to go up. And that is for everybody, including the fans. And I have bought the hype myself. But the pressure is on this year for the board. And I don't want to hear any celebrating of landing Plan B and C targets. It's time to identify your plan A targets, and you better hit that at an 80 to 90% rate. Don't compare it to Real Madrid landing Jude for Man City. Man City is already, already at the top of the hill. We are still putting on our boots to climb the fucking hill. So it's not a comparison city is going to hit their targets at an 80 to 90% clip. Right now, our percentage of hitting our A targets is so low that we've been failed and we're going to summer school and our parents are going to have to meet with the teachers every fucking week to check in on what's going on at the house. <laughs> so, the standards need to be raised. This is not the standard. This is the minimum. This is the minimum. We're not going to celebrate this. It was an exciting season. It was a good season. Do it again. Actually, do it better next season. You clap and you say, all right, next, do it again. And if there's players on that team that don't like it, then they are too soft and they need to go. Period. Period.
1: Too soft. And they need to go. 25 wins. Only two clubs in the season are going to have over 25 wins in a 38-game season this year. City and Arsenal. Yeah, you know, um, and you got to imagine some of these other clubs are going to come up too. You got to imagine some of these other clubs are going to get better. Are we going to be able to laugh at Chelsea two years in a row for being an 11th? I don't know. I'd like to. Are we going to laugh at two years in a row with Brighton being, or I'm sorry, Tottenham, you know, being seventh currently? I mean, actually, I think we will be able to we laugh at be. them. That's a guarantee. Yeah, I not Tottenham, we're going to be there. I don't think they're going to do much in the summer. Um, they got to, you know, figure out what's going on with the coach situation. Um, I'm seeing it. I'm, the Newcastle's, the United's, the Liverpool's. They're going to spend. You know, those three right there with City are going to spend. you know. Arsenal have to be big boys, and I think they send a message should they get Declan. I'm just going to say it now. It seems like you all have been flirting a lot with Declan. It seems to be you all really want Declan. And I think if, in my my humble opinion, if I had to say Arsenal had a number one target right now, it would be Declan Rice. And then after that, I think it would be Moises Gaselo. But the thing about Moises Gaselo is that's the one for me. That's the one for me. If I had to get anyone... That's like what City are hearing about and what's going on and all all the transfer talk. And we've identified a list. If there's a name on there that I haven't seen quite much, but I think we're secretly working on. I think it's potentially Moises Gazzetto. I would do absolute anything for that Swiss Army knife of a player. That dude is, in my humble opinion, the real deal. I think dude can do so much. I think with the right manager, he's going to be, for me, you cop him. Sleek's looking a little bit different at at the January window moving forward. So, yeah, man, it's going to be a fun window. It's going to be a fun window. Um, It's going to see you know what what also is going to help with the culture perspective because that I think is part of another reason why you've dropped the points that you've dropped this late into the season. And should you do it three years in a row where you have a bad April May. I think this time next year, should you have another, bye, I do. Pitch- yeah, Oh, by Miguel, I'll, I can comfortably say at that time by Miguel because it's a it's a manager problem at that point. You've identified a point in season that you need to be good, and the team is not responding to you for some reason. And uh, if I'm just going Google plain search, why I'm going. Probably the easiest first Google hit that would come up is because they're probably tired of you saying the same old shit the same way, and you can't change it up enough, and they're tired of hearing you that late in the game. Um, I don't know. Everything else will be speculation for me, but yeah, three years in a row, you have a capitulation this late in the season. Miguel's got to go. I can comfortably say that. But until then, back the fuck out of that Spaniard. He comes pep approved. Damn it. He comes pep approved. Let him cook a little bit longer, please. Please, I plead with you. Because if, if Don Carlo comes in or someone else comes in and they do well, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm, on, I'm honestly genuinely going to be salty. I, and i, and I gladly take Miguel back as an assistant too, by the way. Pep is always dying to have people that are have the voice that, that they can speak up to him. Miguel coming back would be a smooth transition smooth transition back. In fact, I can make a strong argument that it keeps Pep happy and has Pep extend again. God, don't let Mikel come back and let him be the reason this this absolute terror that city's on continue. Could you imagine? Holy shit. Don't 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 sack him. I think you I think you you create more of a of a of a of a icy winter for City if you uh sack Mikel cuz he's coming back.
0: I mean, he's not getting sacked now. Winter, we'll see. But and you know, if if Mikkel's going to go to the board and demand players, you say, okay, well, this is what I'm demanding. I'm demanding you compete on all four competitions, yeah. and if we don't think you meet that, you will be replaced. Period. That message needs to be stern from the ownership.
1: That's because, a fair trade off.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's that is phase four of the process, the final step. What's with this of thing? I don't know. Who, Who the fuck knows? Is that a
1: thing that your club actually says? Has, that you guys are saying mm, yes. that. Yes. I don't think it is. Really, no, it, is. it is. Yes. But, wow. Uh, I did not. we we'll show it. you. I thought uh, he was we'll just. I thought he was just going around
0: a thing. No, it is. It is a thing. For yeah, the life. It, it, it's of annoying. People. It's, it's yeah. annoying. You know. You know what? You know what phase I'm in. We're in the fucking league. That's what phase I'm
1: in. <laughs> the you phase clowns. you guys have been in this last two months. I yeah. don't understand. Like whoever, he, and he keeps pissing me off by bringing it up as a joke. And I'm like, what? Why is he? Why is he saying this like it's a hit? Like every club's in a phase, bro. We're in a phase. It's called trying to do something no one's ever fucking done before. Phase. Like I, I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm shell shocked by some of the hatred I'm seeing towards Arsenal right now. And I get it. You guys are going through so fucking much, man. But you guys are on the brink. You guys are on the brink of coming back. And I know that's not the standard for the great Arsenal club. I'm not saying that's the standard. That's where I think you're – that's the strongest point you're making. This is not the standard. This is not what the standard should be. And that's great. That I can understand that. As a City fan, before Pep, I can't speak highly to standards. <laughs> I was lucky to get an FA Cup. So at this point, I'm just – I there's a standard set with my manager and moving forward after this in a few years. Trust me, after the Pep era – I'm sure we will struggle just like you struggled after the Arson Wenger, So after uh, the Arson era. So when 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 we go through that, I'm sure I'm gonna have some devastating moments, but I can't find myself for the life of me getting to a point to where I'm just like after building positivity after so much scrutiny and tough times. We can't sit here. Yes, we lost the league. Bottling, Big, Rub, Big, Big Rob hates. The t- I feel like he cringes every time he hears it, bro. He cringes because anytime he gets discussed, it goes straight to the, well, what, what is your club doing? What is your club? He, he drinks
0: like, his club. fucking water out of a soup bowl. <laughs> he refuses such... to drink out of a bottle it's chill out bro it happened it happened he gets triggered. Those... him and him and him and his little his little Lori Lyle his little annoying brother but um, yeah I, I I'm gonna think last last night Mikel didn't sleep but when Mikel catches up, up on sleep tonight he's having dreams about having a option to do inverted fullback at left back and also at right back change it up with Moik's Caicedo with what he did yesterday. I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure he went and told Sean McVay, apparently he's part of our fucking board, and Josh Kroenke, I need both Rice and Caicedo. Both. Jaka wants to go back to Germany, so I need both. It's not negotiable no. And... I will get you the results, and if I don't, you could ship me off. But I need both of those guys. I, I think I think if you're going to have a big window, you need both of those guys. I don't want to see no Mason Mount. I don't want to see that. No more Chelsea rejects, okay? <laughs> they're called Chelsea rejects for a reason because they're rejects. We don't want that. Let let him go to Liverpool. Let him go to Liverpool. Let him go to United. Let him go to fucking let him stay at Chelsea. We don't want Mason Mount. We need to go higher than Mason Mount. If you have a checklist, he's plans F. There are better be the other plans before Mason
1: Mount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, it'll be this, this is going to be one of, in my opinion, one of the best windows because all of the top clubs have improvements. All of the top clubs are going to have needs. You're going to see Ilkay and Bernardo leave. You're going to see Arsenal needing the revamp. Liverpool, the midfield, atrocious. Chelsea, <laughs> just Chelsea, Tottenham. Tottenham. There are every club needs to go somewhere. Newcastle, make a splash. Now's the time to do it. We added smartly, you know, 75 for uh uh Isaac. We have so many things, so many clubs that can go so many different ways. United are gonna do their thing. So Bitzer's out for the rest of the season, by the way, as of today. Saw that and it was like, wow, huge for the FA Cup. I'm actually kind of fearful of him, but you know, rest easy. I, I, I speedy recovery, but not speedy enough to be there June third. So we're yeah. gonna see, man. Well, I, we're gonna have a great window.
0: Yeah, that that's huge because Ericsson's cooked. Um, Casemiro is, is fully transformed into Casamigos at this point, and um, yeah, for the FA Cup, that that will be that will be it. But yeah, yeah. So gonna one. How can you let him go after uh, what he's been doing the past couple weeks? That first goal yesterday, uh, you guys beat Everton 3-0. I mean, that goal was amazing. Amazing goal. Another brace for him. Didn't he just score a brace recently? Yeah, he went for the hat trick last weekend. Um, Yeah, he's on fire. And um, he's absolutely, absolutely always turns it on at the end of the league. He got you the goals um, last year in that game against Aston Villa to win the league. So... How can you let him go? I mean, money's not a factor for you guys. Give the man what he wants.
1: Yeah, we're looking at a at a negotiation on on a hard he wants three years. Um, we're only offering two. Barcelona's offering three. Um, you know I, a lot of city fans right now are playing with the concept that Okka a legend of the club. You know, for all of that he's done, you know I, it's really hard for us. Now again, we're not Arsenal, so mind you, our our legend status is smaller, right? Vincent Kompany, Yaya, uh, David Silva, kuno Aguero. You know we have the you know the summer bees and the and the Paul Dickoffs back then, but we don't we don't have those recent memory guys. So so the resume standards are a little bit lower than most big time clubs, but for us, I I. I have not given Ilkay the proper respect that I feel like I should have. He was one of Pep's first signings. Um, he came in for 20 million. He came in off an injury from Borussia Dortmund, a bad, bad knee injury. I remember seeing pictures of him overweight in a white T-shirt and thinking to myself, "What the fuck is going?" Picture. I'll send it to you. It was brilliant. I'll never forget. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, we're really signing this guy?" Um, this was a this was a, a moment for me where I was like. Okay, we say this guy's the best manager. Like, and this is like a year or two after we signed Nolito. And I was just like, what are we fucking doing? Nolito's so old and bad. And then I keep thinking, or I kept saying, oh, we couldn't get a winger at the right time, speedy pace for what Pep wanted. This is a good band aid. You know, it's like, I don't know, man. And Ilkay, since being with us, absolute tremendous professional, continuing to get his coach's licensing, a captain now for us. Led the way, big time moments, year in and year out. You know, you don't remember seasons with legends as so much. Sometimes you do, obviously, Kevin and Yaya and all those, but moments, right? You have those moments with legends. And Ilkai for me has had those moments that I can honestly say, man, he's given so much to the club. And you're right. We should probably give him the third year that he's asking for. if Money's not an issue for us. um, But I think the potential concern is with where City are and how we manage things and how we've always considered it. Okay, we give Elkai the the contract. Now we've taken a spot away from um, McAtee. All year, that's potentially taken a spot away from Jude. Not anymore, but it was the thought process. We know the contract's at the end of the year. Pep wants him back. But it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough negotiation. This is where I said on the very first pod, The concept of thinking like the Patriots, getting rid of players one year too early as opposed to doing it a year or two too late. And, yeah, he still has left in the tank. He still can play plenty, and he's hit tremendous moments for us. I mean, there's no disputing that, but I don't know if I necessarily want that spot occupied by someone like that when it can be Kevin next year. If it were Jude, if it were Jude coming in, I would have to 100% be okay with Ilkay because I think Jude's that type of player that can come in and with a Phil Foden tucking in back at midfield, go getting another winger come in. So many different things we can try to do if we're going strong double pivot next year. You know, there's so many things that we can try to do with Ilkay gone, but getting it with another proper midfielder like Jude. But no Jude, I'm a little bit more reluctant to lose Ilkay. He's, yeah, I love him, dude. I love him, but... Great game by him. Holland doing his thing a little bit more. I can't believe it, dude. I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. This team is rolling. I thought we were... I really did believe it. You had me fucking having nightmares on McMessi. You had me fucking believing it. I thought Deichbaugh was going to do it. I thought Deichbaugh was going to do it. I thought McMessi was going to do something for you. And uh, I thought we were going to look shaky going into that Madrid game. I'm not going to lie. And... um, Gosh... We didn't even look that good. I think the XG said we were were .80, .81, and we managed to get three goals. Like, gosh, stupid, bro. 23 in all competitions. That's wild, man. Wild. Big Robbie says it's a myth, though. Doesn't happen.
0: (laughs) Big Robbie's got got a lot of – he's got bigger fish to fry, some would say. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so, I mean, it was a domination. I don't even remember Everton getting a shot on goal. Maybe one, I think they got. Um, McMessi turned back into Dwight McNeil. Uh, He actually turned back into Dwight from the office. Uh, I didn't see him on the pitch at all. And um, I tried to will it into existence, but the uh, clairvoyant power is, is just not there with me this year. So, I need to make picks with my head and not my heart and my magical powers that I don't have apparently. But <laughs> yeah, Madrid, Wednesday. Let's, let's talk about that. I'm sticking with two-to-one uh, city. No reason to think otherwise. Um, and I'm sticking with win it in the first 90 minutes. Don't take this as stoppage because I don't have the voodoo. But Madrid still has the voodoo, 100 percent. So yeah, um, I'm sticking with that prediction. What, what's your official prediction? What's your official lineup? And um, what are you worried about from a, um, from, you know a Madrid standpoint that isn't Vinicius
1: Jr? I'm worried about absolutely everything. This is Real Madrid in the Champions League semifinal, and we are Manchester City, a club who bottle. I we we when you go from Premier League talk to Champions League talk, the mind switch I'm telling you is as 180 as just how I just we just literally said out loud. It is for me. It is anxiety. I'm having anxiety right now thinking about this game on Wednesday. I'm thinking about if I want to call out. I'm thinking about if I need to where I need to be and how I need like if I'm going to go to a bar. What I'm worried about is everything pep tricking pep getting crazy with it uh pep being a masterful uh son of a bitch and and going absolutely what we need to do Vinicius haunts me at night he looks like a fucking dinosaur i think that he's just so dangerous karim scares the shit out of me uh this is the difference you were noting real madrid and all the thing you know la liga and him competing he's resting in la liga they're playing against fucking Catafe in the fucking summer, in on the weekend. While you have to deal with the likes of Brighton, you have to go play them the next weekend. And, and there's the matchup. It's, it's not apples to apples. La Liga is a little bit of a fucking joke. So listen, that's the benefit to them. And you can't, you can't deal with that. They literally rested all of the majority of the main players. Although Kamavinga got hurt. I'm hearing he's going to be A-OK. So I'm expecting Madrid to be full on ready to go. Nathan Ake. If I see Nathan Ake, I will not see Kyle Walker. If I see Kyle Walker, I feel a little bit better. Nathan Ake hasn't showed up since the injury. I think he'll be available, potentially for the final. And down these weeks, we'll see how we progress, should we get to the final. Big dog up top. Jackie Grealish is back. Big Kevin is back. Ilkay Gundogan deserves a start. Rotary will be our third midfielder. We're going to go Johnny Stones, Kyle Walker, Ruben Diaz, Manuel Akanji. Three back with a Akanji, Diaz, and Kyle Walker. With Stones and Roderick in midfield, gun to gun pushed up. This is where it gets spicy with my last player. It's the right wing position. Bernardo Silva. I need the absolute surgical Portuguese brilliance of him to come through on that right flank and do something sexy for us. A cut back to Holland, a little tap in to Kevin on a run. I don't need Riyad Mahrez magic right now, maybe in the second half. He did do it for us in the second leg last year, started us off with a beautiful shot. Upper ninety, right there on top of Courtois. It was a fucking amazing shot. We'll never forget it. So I would love to see him maybe in the second half. Uh, Brian, if we if this goes to extra time, I won't even watch it. I'll shut it the fuck off because we all know what's happening. We yeah. all know what's happening. I will. I'm literally. I'm telling you, I will not. Tu- I will not shut it off. I will not turn it on. We we know. We know. Should it get to that moment on either side. Say we're down and we force the extra time and we don't get it enough in the and, and just in ninety with with stoppage Secavo, I'm still shutting it off I don't care because that's what Madrid do this is the thing about Madrid yeah they're falling off this is the year they get them it's Madrid they've had greats come through that team it's a perennial drop off they still find ways to do it this is their tournament. I've got to respect that. They scare the shit out of me. 4-2 City, we're fucking doing it. We're doing it. We're fucking doing it. We're making history. Little City, no club, no history city. You're living in it. You are experiencing the very history amongst you right now. Smell it. Smell it. Get a whiff. This is the history, and you want it for an English club too. You want it so that when the bottle gets looked back upon in a few years from now, you can genuinely say, dude, that was that goaded year for that team. There was no fucking stopping them. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, we had it, but look at them. They went on runs, dude. Get out of here. It's a fair argument you're going to be able to make in a decade from now. You'll want that argument. you want us to slap United. you want us to slap Madrid. And the legendary run that this is, I will have completed football. I, and I'm not even going into the final because we all know if we get to that final with Erling Haaland, big dog eaten, Big dogs eaten in the final. I don't have to worry about the nervousness. It's this one. It's this one that we have to worry about. They have that history. It's in our stadium. I I know that, but I still think we're going to come out nervous. I think we're going to put a blast on them. 4-2 to city. We're going to make some fucking history this year, and it starts with Madrid on Wednesday. Let's do business in fucking Manchester. I feel it. I I got the positive vibes, but I am nervous as shit.
0: Pep making subs tomorrow if things are tight uh, like they were in the first leg, or is he (sighs) being rigid?
1: Pep. No, he's making subs. Julian, Phil, marez they're coming on if Jack ain't turning it up, if Bernardo ain't turning it up, if Gundo's having a bad passing afternoon. uh, The midfield is going to be very, very important because Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, they're seasoned. They know what they're doing. But they're older combined. I think we can run. I think we can run. And I genuinely also think I know this is going to sound so conceited. And maybe it's going to be pie in the face. I genuinely think when we were at Madrid, when we've been doing this whole one leg, first leg, second leg thing since Pep's been doing it, I think there have been times where he strategically has told them don't attack. Don't attack. I know Mm -hmm. we can go and push forward, but don't attack. And that I think when players get that and we still get results, I think now at home, he's going to look them in the face and say, not today. We unleash, let it all out, drive on them. Jack, Jack, take it to him i that's that's it right there i just convinced myself within 10 minutes of this game if you see a jack from midfield take off and go and try to create a chance and we get a goal or a byline and it goes something shot on goal book it now he's he let the lead he let the collars off let him go unleash them i'm telling you i think that's what's gonna happen at least i fucking hope so man
0: Four to two on aggregate or, or in this tomorrow,
1: game, tomorrow <laughs> on Wednesday, <laughs> Four to two. your predictions are always so high. Four to two, four to two. I feel it. I feel it. Holland brace potential. Kevin goal. Cause that's what Kevin does against Madrid.
0: Holland is probably definitely scoring. I'd be shocked if he didn't score at all in both legs versus Madrid. Um, yeah, that'd be bad. But yeah, 2-1. Uh, I'm sticking with it. I am Nothing. sticking with it. Um should be a very, very good game. Um, unfortunately, it's not till Wednesday, so we will have to watch the crap Milan Derby tomorrow. Um, true, yeah. <laughs> and I expect Inter to see that out. I'd be shocked yeah, if yeah. AC Milan got back in, but you never know.
1: I don't Leal's know what, playing. The,
0: what the health of Rafael Leal is.
1: He is playing. He, he is playing. He's confirmed so, to be playing.
0: Pushing to play in decisive Champions League, so maybe something happens. I hope so because that first leg was trash. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is this is it. So yeah, City two one. You got four two, and Champions League final possible, possible. But man, it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna. I, I, I don't. I don't envy you. I don't um, at all because that's gonna be ninety minutes of hell. Mm-hmm. Ninety minutes of hell. That is just, yep. that's just ridiculous.
1: But the first leg, like, I was so devastated when they went up 1-0. Yeah. We looked like we were attacking. Kevin had a shot on goal. Rotary had a shot on goal. We were moving. We were creating. And then they just come down one pass to Vinny. Just a remarkable shot. Nothing you can do about it. And it's just like, okay, all that worked for nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's great.
0: It, looks, it looked like you were going back to the Etihad down a goal, but. You know, we got it back, and that was important. So, we can um, briefly talk about the Premier League this weekend. Things are kind of shaping up. Two more games left for most, three games left for some. Um, let's go over these scores quickly. Two-two uh, leads Newcastle. That was very, very surprising for me. Mm. Um, very, very crazy game actually leads should have won it Shamford, i have no idea why he's still taking penalties i i i really don't they've had so like bad. seven different managers this year and not one Is of so- them knows that patrick bamford cannot take a penalty to save his life or well, that <laughs> needs to be investigated i mean seriously it must there must be something in his contract that if he's on the pitch he has to take the penalty because they've had big sam they've had little sam they've had fucking uh, Jesse Marsh. They've had Javi, whatever the fuck, and all of them <laughs> let Bamford take the penalty and watch him miss it, time after time. Um, but yeah, that was a that's a disappointing result for Newcastle. Leeds is yeah. uh, Leeds is a crap team and they're they're fighting relegation and that's a big point for them. That is a absolutely mm-hmm. huge point for them. Leicester loses. Southampton is relegated. And um Leeds is in eighteenth, so there there is hope for Leeds. there is definitely hope for Leeds so that mm-hmm. was a huge point what did you think of that game? did you watch it?
1: I did not watch it. I saw the highlights. Patrick Shamford should be absolutely uh, just embarrassed his first touch is horrible. We got the sound bite. I predicted two to one leads. I should be really, really pissed off about this game um i I anticipated a drop off for Newcastle, but these That's fucks right. still you got did me pick wrong. that these fucks got me wrong and you know. Whatever, uh, Newcastle finding ways don't even deserve it. Get a point, but fuck it. I was impressed with that game. I, I was impressed with just like what are you doing? Finding ways to not get what you need out of it. You you deserve to really get relegated, honestly. You do. And yeah, you know there, there's
0: there's even more hope. Liverpool get a three nothing win today. Leicester's down in the dumps. They're probably going to be relegated. But, you know, Liverpool's, they're trailing. And with that one point from Newcastle, now Liverpool has a little more optimism because while they, while both Newcastle and Man United have a game in hand on Liverpool, now those are two spots open. That's third and fourth. Possibly some slippage. Newcastle also have some tough games. They have Brighton on Thursday. We'll have to give our predictions for that today. Um, That's a big game. Absolute big game. And um, you saw Deserbi; He's not going to be shy. He's not going to back down from that matchup. The feeble handshake will not intimidate him uh, from from Eddie Howe. And they're not going to be scared of going to St. James. They just went to the Emirates and and slapped Arsenal. So that's an absolute huge game on Thursday. Looking forward to that one. Um, Brighton and Newcastle at 2.30. Let's just do our pick for that right now. What yeah. do you think? Um, are, uh, is new, is Liverpool going to be watching that and leaving that one with
1: a big, big smile on its face? They're going to think so. They're going to want that. That's what they need. They need – what does it work best for them? Does it work best for them to potentially draw? I think it does help that Brighton have to get that. I mean, look, they're stuck in a pickle there. I mean, let me look at these standings real quick.
0: Newcastle's on sixty six with 35 games played man, United's on 66 with 35 games played Liverpool's at 36 games played on 65 Brighton is on 34 games played with 58 so um yeah this is that's an absolute huge game third place for sixth place Brighton trying to get Europa Newcastle trying to secure top four I mean
1: this is a great game this really is yeah Uh, it's a huge, it's a huge momentum change. It it could shift a lot of things in this race for four. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go three to two Brighton. Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp,
0: he he's going to be absolutely seething if that result takes place. And yeah, there's going to be a twist and turn in this. I'm sorry. Something's happening, especially now that Newcastle has, you know, they've, They've opened up another a door, you know. Not, they haven't opened up the door, but the door is unlocked, uh-huh. and there could be somebody breaking through. And you, you, I have to say, if Liverpool, with a diabolical, disappointing season they had this year, get top yep. four, I'll actually be angry. I, I, yep. I really would. I, honestly, yep. I'd almost rather see Man United get it at this point because yep. they, they yep. don't deserve it at all, at <laughs> all, and. Yep. They might get it, and you know their fan base is going to treat that like, you know, a trophy, and they're going to get the targets they want, and yeah, it's going to be more than a two-horse race next year for the title, but I, I would actually be pissed off if they got it, but it's it's looking crazy, but I'm kind of tempted to pick Brighton as well. I really am. Um, yeah.
1: This is such a good game, dude. Great this game, uh, this absolute game. great game.
0: You get two Champions League games and then a Thursday game of this magnitude in the league with two surprising teams this year that are going to have to battle it out and at a, at a tough away place. But you know, like I said, if there's one team that's not going to be intimidated by St James Park, it's Brighton. They don't they don't give a shit. They're going to play their kind of game and yep. they're going to go in there and do it. And I almost want to pick a draw, but that seems so anticlimactic because we're hyping it up. But I honestly think it's going to be a draw. I really do. And I think Liverpool is still happy with that. I I think so because now it's like, all right, it's a draw. You've been slipping a little bit. Go go get six points. Otherwise, fifth place it is for you, Newcastle. Pressure's on (laughs) you, Eddie Howe. You might want to firm up that handshake, my friend but um i'm going to draw 2-2 two, two draw uh, I, I think it's going to be you know two, that sounds anticlimactic but sometimes you get a 2-2 two, two draw with this magnitude and it's an amazing game you're going to get mm-hmm. shots on goal good saves from pope you know the brighton goal yesterday i forget his name but he looked good as well so yeah i think this is going to be a fun game i really do
1: yeah i agree with you i'm just realizing how impactful this game could be to the to the to the race and um I, I think you saying that as an Arsenal fan and me agreeing with you as a City fan speaks to the natural trepidation we have about Liverpool having an opportunity to be competitive again after a year where we anticipated their drop off. I mean, let's be honest 18 wins, eight draws, and nine losses. When's the next time, or actually 19 wins now? When's the next time you can anticipate Liverpool having nine losses in a Premier League se- season? Mm-hmm. You know, That's it's, it's not some- crazy it's crazy and and for us from a competitive standpoint we got to capitalize on that and fuck if they get top four it it really puts a hamper in my transfer window puts a hamper in any sort of trophies we i win this year city win this year because i have to worry about being competitive with them again i would so rather dealing with newcastle and i would so rather deal with brighton because i feel like you know, Brighton will have the rookie year pains of being up there. Mm -hmm. Newcastle. I still don't, I don't trust Newcastle quite yet with Eddie Howe Mm -hmm. and playing against top clubs and type moments. So I trust both of that. And, and, and I rather deal with those two as opposed to, to a Liverpool. So fuck off on that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. three, two, Brighton. I think this is going to be a great game for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. will. so, um, Disappointing result at the weekend, but they have a chance to bounce back Newcastle. That's it. That that would probably pretty much seal it for them. Um, yeah. That would probably pretty much seal it because their games after Brighton are... Leicester. They, they have Leicester at home. That That's three points in the bag. And then Chelsea away. You know, Chelsea's already mailing it in. You know, they're already mailing it in. Done. So... Um, some other results, Aston Villa 2, Spurs 1. Um, I mean, expected at this point. Nobody nobody expects a Spurs win. They're pretty much done. Uh, Palace 2-0 over Burnmouth. Roy Hodgson, he's, he's, he's doing it, man. I mean, we set a certain barometer for points when he came in, and he's passed it. I mean, they're, they're wow. playing good. They are playing good, and you have to give him props. He is a dinosaur. He is an old man. but he knows his craft. And uh yeah, he's done a very, very good job with them. Southampton, bye bye, bye. Out into the championship. Um, they are gone. And yeah, that's it. Fulham get a two nothing win against them. And Brentford, two nothing win against West Ham. And United, two nothing win against Wolves. That was a good win for them. The Wolves were completely gutless in that game. United, they did what they had to do. Got three points and left. And let's talk about Chelsea because that's the one I want to talk about. And not really for what happened on the pitch, but they appointed their fourth manager in one single year. He is taking over at the end of the season, but this is their fourth manager, and it is – Mauricio Pochettino the Argentinian don and yes he will be their manager the Mauricio Pochettino demand list has already hit It has names like Declan Rice on it it's a it's a it's a it's a hit list Declan Rice Lautaro Martinez Hmm. that Latoro Martinez in the Premier League it might be pure comedy Lautaro Martinez combined with the Chelsea striker curse how would that ever turn out to be to be oh, wow. terrible? I mean, really, that that would be a hilarious sight. Letoro, he's a special case. And uh, who else was on the list? Emmy Martinez, a lot of Argentinians. Emmy Martinez and uh, a Brazilian Rafinha on the list. So, what did you think about it. this appointment? Um, do you think next year Chelsea can compete for top four or possibly even Premier League titles?
1: The expectations are they have to get top four with that type of roster. And in fact, not only get top four, but compete for the for the Premier League title. That's the first step. Um, Pochettino, I think, is a great hire. I think he's a quality manager who knows what he's doing. Um, and the fact that he comes with a, with, a, with a hit list of certain expectations of things and players that he wants in. He doesn't want to deal with the Kepa situation, rightfully so. I think he was at Tottenham when he saw Kepa do what he did against City in the Carabao Cup. So he doesn't want to deal with any of that. What I find funny is possibly Totoro Martinez coming into the Premier League trying to be a Premier League starter when Julian Alvarez at the tender age of 19 was picked over the World Cup starter to start over Latoro alongside... Benched. The, you know,
0: man. He wasn't picked over. He was fucking
1: benched halfway through the World Cup. He was benched. Absolutely. Yeah, you're spot on. Julian Alvarez is is just leaps and bounds a better finisher, all-around player than Latoro. But to bring in Latoro would be just... You know, and the other thing is, right now, Lodoro is having a conversation with Romelu Lukaku about how Chelsea is and how the potential is because they're at the yeah. same club together. Mm-hmm. It's laughable that that these these types of rumors and and transfers potential. You know, they don't have it figured out with Romelu now because he's coming back. He's on roster. He's going to be on your wages. So many things. So many unanswered questions for for to- or for Chelsea and what they have to do. It's we should all be laughing at them. They are the staple and the epitome for bad spending and what's wrong with um, the Premier League when it comes to uh, just having funds and not being able to do anything with it. They're case in point, and, and what and what's the problem with it? And I'm la- I, I for one am going to have a great great summer watching what they do with who they let go and what they get back for it, because it's not just about shrinking the roster. They have to show some true money brought in from these outs. They better sell some quality players at some really good evaluations because if not, there's better be some issues with FFP. It will be mind boggling to me to let Mason Mount and Golo Conte and a couple others potentially leave on a free. Cal Halverts, what's happening there? How much are you getting for him? You spent 70-something for him. So, there's a lot. Sterling, another one. There's so much that they have to do. Great time to laugh. Great time to be a part of the absolute uh, uh, shithousery that we can do to that Chelsea club right now. Because it's a joke. And how many games left for them? Three? Four? They've mailed it in. He's, mm, I think they only have two. Maybe three. He's not taking over for a reason now because it's pointless. And... Whatever, but yeah. <laughs> good for them that they finally found a manager. But it's not going to change anything in the long run. They have so many other main issues with that club. I don't think they're going to go full in and, and Pochettino, we trust. Something tells me Bowley's not going to give it to him. Totally, bully's not going to give him full autonomy. And uh, that's okay. Whatever. I'm going to enjoy it. It's Tottenham 2.0, potentially. You'd have to think that, that Pochettino did enough due diligence to make sure that it's not, though, right? I mean, for crying out loud, it took long enough to sign the yeah. fucking thing. So, we'll see. You would think. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's, it's a good appointment. He works well with young players. They have a lot of young players. But the true the true work that needs to be done is shipping players out. Can they yeah. do it? Can you sell players at a premium that everybody knows needs to leave? Yeah. That's the question, and I don't think people are going to want to play play nice with Chelsea. It's going to be, you want this? Well, we're going to give you this, and it's not going to be some Edu flimsy offer. It's going to be, this is what we're offering you because you need to offload players. It's not like uh-huh. you're doing us a favor. We're doing you a favor, my friend. So here's the money. Take it or leave it. Right. So that's going to be the real interesting part for Chelsea. I, I can't see them challenging for top four next year. I think so. So much needs to be done. And do you? I mean, you, you, you praise bully,
1: huh? You don't think the quality alone with those players now in a full season under poach can do it? That's alarming. That's no, alarming. I don't, I don't.
0: Because I mean, what have you seen from Enzo that you go, hey, this guy's ready to boss midfield's week in week out? I think he's good, okay. but I mean, is yeah. he going to do it? Conte, they gave him a new. They're giving him a new contract. He's hurt again. So what are you going to get from him next year? I'm going to say probably 15 games, and he's declined. Um, yeah. Kovacic should be one of the guys you're selling because he actually has value. You have to yeah. sell your best players that have value. You do yeah. because you're going yeah. shit for Lukaku. You're not getting shit for Bukayoko. You're not getting shit. I mean, Mason Mount, I'm seeing for 50. Uh, I think any club that pays 50 is fucking crazy because he's his That's contract's wild. running down. So, I mean... You're gonna to have to, if you want to make money, which you need to make money, you need to yeah. sell your best, your better players. I know you're not gonna sell Reese James, but Kovacic, you do need to sell, hundred yeah. percent. So, yeah, I mean, I think Poch will he'll get a tick out of them one game a week. No Europe will probably be good, but I mean, to make an improvement for every week, they're they're getting they're getting slapped around. They can't beat relegation sides to top four when we know when we know Man City's going again, Liverpool's getting better, United and Newcastle are going to have Champions League money most likely. So mm-hmm. Chelsea's going to make that leap to play in that in that in that sand? I don't know. I
1: don't think so. Yeah. No, you got a good point. I, I just – maybe I'm too much – I'm putting too much uh, 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 majesty to the Pochettino uh, and, uh, culture. And, I, I don't and, know. I, we'll see. How did Pochettino do at PSG?
0: I mean, why is everybody writing that off? like that was some yeah. some nothing. I think the focal he point there is there. Yeah, okay. Maybe or maybe he just didn't do a fucking good job. I mean, <laughs> it's possible. Let's let's not act like let's not act like this is Pep Guardiola that's coming to Chelsea. It's not. Yeah, no no. no. He's a good yeah, manager, right. but he's not world class. He ain't. He's not a world class manager. He's a good manager. No, I agree. It could turn out well but let's not act like they're going from 11th to fucking title challenge next year. Yeah. I haven't seen shit from Mudrick. I haven't seen anything from him.
1: That's the one where I think it's still suspect. Uh, I haven't seen um,
0: anything from him. All these other players. Okay. Enzo looks good, but you know, I also see some flaws in in Enzo that could be exploited. Oh, for sure. Let's not just, let's not just act like it's going to be, Oh, Pochettino's here. Endless money. We've already seen you don't know how to spend the money, Bully. We know that. And Cuckoo's yeah. a good player. How's he going to work in the Premier League? There's a, yeah. there's a tax on Bundesliga forwards. There is a tax on Bundesliga forwards. So yeah. this is all not like, oh, Pochettino's here. It's, it's a wrap. no, 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 no. There's still a lot of work to be done for Chelsea.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested I'm very, very interested The roster alone will determine to me how serious this is Depending on what they get rid of and how they do it uh, Yeah, I agree Enzo can get exploited 2,000% You know, I'm I don't know, I don't know We're, I'm very, very curious That's the club, them in Southampton Romeo Lavia is the other one that I think yes. I They're getting relegated We know it We got so the $40 buybacks buyback next year i don't know i don't know that it's the ju. it's everything relies on the bellingham domino once bellingham officially takes madrid and signs for madrid and it's done then i think everything will fall in pl- fall into place next because barcelona is going to come with an offer then i think psg are going to be the next ones to be the domino because if psg lose messi because he goes back to barcelona or ends up going wherever PSG are rumored to be calling City like yo, Bernardo, and if it's 75 million, it's 75 million, that's fine. Bernardo leaves, then from there, we're triggered. We're we're moving on something. So I think the Jude, the and also it might not even be the Jude domino. Think about Poole's perspective. They ain't waiting on the Bellingham domino. They already called themselves out of it. So they could be sitting here like Mac, we really want you. Like just stick with us, kind of thing. We're vibing with you. So That could be a benefit to pull. I don't know. So many things are going to happen in this window. I truly, truly believe. I have not been more excited for a window, I don't know, since probably, I don't know, when Harry Kane won the Golden Boot and I was just like, I don't want this fuck. Let us just go get Erling in a few years. And I was excited, looking every day, just making sure, please don't sign, don't sign, don't get hairy. And then we kept getting closer, and I was like, well, oh, fuck, now i got to be happy that we're going to sign this great <laughs> player that I don't want. And then it never happened, and I was just like, let's fucking go. That's Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Don't get this, guys. Too old for me. Let's go get the young stud. And the rest is history. So I, I'm really looking forward to this window, because I think they're going to be some quality signings. I think some clubs are really going to show – Like, don't be surprised. I'll say it. Don't be surprised if Arsenal in the first window, first day of the window, Fabio, Fabio Vieira sold to an Italian club, thirty-five million, lost five mil on it, and you guys are moving. It's like holy shit, Arsenal ain't playing. Some of you, some of you locker room Loan folks, we just weren't enough. Yeah, send him, him, him to Portugal Wolves
0: FC. Yeah, why not? They love Portuguese guys there. He's Portuguese. He'll fit right
1: in. Yeah, stick a buyback clause if he plays well. I'm telling you, I'm all for it. Like, uh, who else did we give up? Endozi, uh, Endozi, Samuel Endozi, who looked early, who good earlier, but he got ended up getting a couple injuries. Um, Burnley, we got a couple players loaned out to Burnley. You know, Sheffield United uh, moving up with Mcatee there. Uh, I'm really stoked to, to, to kind of see what what players can be copped. Neto, do you go back for Neto? Yeah, yeah. there's so many things. That ship sailed yeah you're done yeah see like this is the I other do, thing i do better have pulled the barbecue invite <laughs> okay but vajoyevich are we done with vajoyevich we're not willing to. There was, to there take was, the you, you sent that
0: uh i, I mean did. It, we'll see i mean could we get him on the the, the, the discount I, I don't know oh, he's i be. don't think that's possible but a striker is is needed i would take a striker and jesus can be the right wing rotation with saka
1: um I think that's that's another it. thing, Miguel. Stick Jesus out, and when you know he, he can do that. it, you know he can do it, Miguel. You're the one who fucking yes, helped him. Once start. Year. Not a single time. It real. That's another thing that triggered me. Miguel triggered me this past weekend, man. He really got me hurt. He really, he really did. He really did me wrong because he's 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 dropping it in a way to where at least at least the fun part is you make Raheem Sterling have to give me a guard of honor next week. That's the only thing that I'm happy Miguel Arteta just did for us. Raheem has to sit there and realize his tragic decisions lately have led to an absolute abomination of a career pivot unlike any other. Unlike any other. I hope that New Balance money's coming in good, Papa, because you ain't making quality dough for <laughs> years. You better take that shit to Italy. You better take that shit to the Farmers League. You've seen Lacazette kill it over there in, in, in French land. Maybe you can try to do the same, but Raz... I hope the epiphany comes to you as you stand there clapping it up for Erling Haaland as he walks by you and wonder what could have been, you little shit.
0: Yeah, so we'll wrap this up. Um, the transfer window is going to be beautiful. We need some fresh new sound bites for that. Um, and hopefully it's beautiful for Arsenal. Like I said, the the season does not end on the 28th. It's it's just merely getting started. Edu, please get all your finest All your finest smoked Brazilian meats at the barbecue. All your best utensils for the barbecue. Get the best gasoline for the barbecue. Propane. Whatever you're using. And we need to cook. We need to cook. And not only do I need four new signings. William Saliba. Signing a new contract is an absolute must. It's no coincidence our form has gone way down without Saliba and Tamiasu, Two crucial injuries that happened in that Europa League game against Sporting. So I need a new contract for Saliba. That is an absolute must. Absolute must. That is included in the transfer window grade. So if you land Rice, Caicedo, uh, center back, right-sided center back, and a fullback, and a striker, it's still disappointing if you don't extend Saliba. It's still disappointing. We need a new contract for him. So that's it. Uh, anything yeah. else?
1: No, no. You can't build and continue to build when you <laughs> don't confirm some of your cornerstones, and William Saliba is an absolute cornerstone to your team moving forward if you guys are going to be successful. Young, French, center back, great. I mean, wonderful, wonderful, great player. Hope he his back comes back healthy. Hope he he's great. I'm gonna be fearful of him moving forward next year. You know who I won't be fearful of next year? Virgil Van Dyke. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Virgil Van Dyke has aged miserably. Tides tides changing next year for Liverpool when they come to that regard. They're gonna they're gonna get better this summer, but. I think they're going to realize that defensive thing next year is really going to be the thing. Because they're going to be like, okay, we improved the midfield. We got it this year. Let's go. We have the attackers. We got the midfield. Now let's go. And they're going to get six, five, four on their heads each weekend. And they're going to be like, well, what's this now? <laughs> it's the defense too, bro.
0: What what are the, the Liverpool center back uh, links? Because I'm not seeing any. Have you seen any? Because I think that has to be addressed just as much as midfield.
1: So. I think they're really stressing midfield right now. I've seen one link to potential that Indica guy that a lot of people have been flirting Indica. with. Yeah. I also saw a link to the potential um, uh, center back for Inner who is going on a free poten- Scriniar. Scrinier. Um, okay. And then I saw another potential link with the, uh, uh, I can't think of his name now. The, the He's also on the same team. The Stone, the, 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 Is it DeMarco? Something. Hmm. uh, Italian on on inner as well. So I don't know, man. But I thought he was more left-back, right-back combo. So we'll see what Liverpool try to do, man. But they got to spend. They better not tighten up and act like broke boys. Like they always try to do every fucking summer. I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. uh, Episode 54 in the books. We're out.
1: Peace.